Welcome to the Training Kings Podcast, inspiring and equipping Christians to be successful in business. Hi, I'm so pleased to be here with Blessing today. Blessing, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, friend. It's great. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great to have you. Do you want to start by sharing a little bit about, you know, your background? Sure. So, Fran, uh, my name is Blessing, as you said. Um, I was born and raised in Ghana, West Africa. I came here in this country to the United Kingdom at the age of 12 to join my parents. And I suppose I was always a child who um, loved the Lord. Um, in church from a young age, I started teaching Sunday school, started, started being really involved in church activities. So, in a way, I knew the call of God was on my life, but I wasn't really sure exactly what I was meant to do until I reached the age of 27. Um, at 27, I had finished my degree, I had done my master's, I had a very good job. Nevertheless, I still felt that emptiness inside, and I heard a message about purpose, and the uh, preacher was saying that in life you cannot really find your your fulfillment in life until you find your God-given purpose. Why? God has created you. And when I heard that message, it did something to me. So I went home that day and I cried out to the Lord Jesus. I surrendered my life to him. I really repented of all the bad things that I had done, all my sins. And then I asked him to show me his purpose for my life. And I would say that's really when I started living. When I I started living at the age of 27, when I discovered why God has created me. Fantastic. Sounds amazing. So do you work at the moment? Do you have your own businesses? What is it that you do? Sure. So I do work. I work full-time at City University um, in Angel, and it's fantastic. I love it because the job I'm doing is not stressful. It's not demanding. So it's actually allowed me to be able to start my business because, you see, if you're in a job that you don't have time for anything else, you can't actually... Um, do the other things that you know you're meant to do. So I'll give you an example. Previously, I used to work at the Commonwealth Secretariat and it was a high-profile job. It was really good, but I had no time to do the things that I knew I was called to do. Whereas with this job, it's not demanding in any way. So I'm able to work, get um, regular income coming in, and then use some of that money to then build my business. And the business I'm building is that of a um, spiritual life coaching business. So within that, I coach people on a one-to-one basis as well as within group settings. I have written books by the grace of God. I've just published another one yesterday. I have seven books altogether on Amazon. Um, I also run the Millionaire Book Club. So my business is basically taken along alongside my um, nine-to-five, if that makes sense. So I work nine-to-five, and then six-to-ten, I work on my um, calling on the business that God has given me. That's incredible. I guess you've got to be really, really motivated and also incredibly organised to make sure that you do have enough time to invest in the business. But I think when you shared that you found your purpose, I think that's one of the perhaps the main driving forces to allow you to, to manage your life. Definitely. I mean, before, um, um, I used to have time on my hands, but I wasn't doing anything with it because I didn't know what I was supposed to do with the time. But now, every time, every hour, every minute counts because I know that at the end of the day, God is going to ask me to account for how I used my time. You know, the purpose he gave me, what did I do with it? I'm just so acutely aware that 
the day will come when I have to give an account. So I make sure I don't waste my time. When I finish work, I get on with my um, the purpose and the calling God has given me. And obviously, alongside that, I do try to make time to rest because we are human beings and our bodies need to rest. So I find time to rest. I recuperate myself. Spiritually, I build myself by, you know, finding time in the morning to meditate and read God's word. And then every Sunday I go to church where I also recharge. So I know I'm very busy, but like you said, I've learned to be highly organized. Um, but alongside that, I also find time to rest and recuperate myself. Great. And did you say you've now published seven books? Firstly, yes. firstly, congratulations, because that is Thank you. fantastic. So, so incredible. And what's, what's the latest book you've published? Sure. So the latest book I published, and just yesterday, is called My Purpose Journal. Um, I spoke about how I discovered my purpose. And having discovered my purpose, I realized that one needs to document every experience that um, one is going through. So in the last few years, I've been using a lot of different journals. I've had gratitude journals, to-do list journals, all sorts of journals. But in each of them, I mean, I've used them, I've liked them, but I also always thought, hmm, there's something missing. I wish you could have this, or I wish you could have that. So literally, the Holy Spirit gave me the idea. Listen, if you wish you could have a journal that could contain all the different things you want why don't you just create one and i thought yes lord why don't i so i started putting putting it together um and it's just been published it basically is there it's called my purpose journal but inside there is space to list the things you're grateful for you also have the space to list the, your to-do list then you have space to um also reflect at the end of the day what has gone on, what you've learned, and what you can do better. And then there's also space to create a vision board of your daily goals. So, like I said, I've had different types of journals, but I found that um, I couldn't use carry four journals at one time, at the same time. So this is literally four journals in one if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm really excited about it. I've just ordered my copy, which is due to come today from Amazon. Oh, wow. So that's the latest book um, I've created. Brilliant. Or so- published. Yeah, it sounds like a very, very useful resource. I might have to look into that myself. I'm someone who yes, loves to journal. <laughs> <laughs> and um, one of the other things you mentioned earlier was that you started a millionaire's book club. Yes. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So in 2014, I went, um, I was going through a very traumatic time in my life. Um, traumatic on many fronts, but one of the things was that I didn't have a job. And my husband, too, did not have a job. We were both unemployed, looking for jobs, but very broke. You see, when you become unemployed, all your savings get depleted. And I discovered that um, it wasn't long before we run really low on finances. So I just started asking God, you know, Lord, what, what, what is your plan for me? And I had a dream in that time, 2014, that I had made 6.5 million pounds through something, through some kind of business. So I was thinking, God, I woke up from the dream and I was startled because I thought, God, I'm in a place where I'm so broke. How am I ever going to make this six million? Point five million. So then when I asked the question, the answer came back to me. If you don't know how to do something, what do you do? You research. So why don't you start reading books written by millionaires on how they became millionaires? So this that's really how the journey started. So in 2014, I started reading books, started listening to um 
podcasts, you know, going to conferences about finances, how to be a better manager and a better steward of your finances. So then last year, I got together a group of people and I shared my vision with them on my ideas. And I said to them, why don't we start some kind of a club? In fact, that wasn't my original intention. My original intention was just for us to look at how to become a millionaire. And we did four weeks of that. And at the end, they said to me, but blessing, what do we do now? Because we're not yet millionaires, but want to carry on. So I thought, okay, why don't we start some kind of millionaire book club? So every month we will come together, we will read a book, study it, and then take the lessons that we can apply to our own lives. And then what we do now is we have something called a 90 day challenge. So each member of the club is given 90 days to see how much they can make in that 90 days. Now, as you know, becoming a millionaire or having money is about creating value for people. So every person is given 90 days to see how much value they can add to people. Because people will be willing to pay you if you can give them something of value. So the Millionaire Club is not just a club where we read books. We also put what we read into action. And each member of the club is given 90 days to basically um, see how much value they can create to to and for people. So um, that's really how it started. It started from a dream that I had in 2014. Brilliant. I love the fact that there's also then accountability because, you know, we can read and educating ourselves is so important. You know, this journey of lifelong learning. But unless someone then asks us the question, what have you done with the learning? It can be not as fruitful. So, you know, fantastic. Really, really great. And you also shared about, you know, your journey where you were unemployed for a while. What's one of the biggest lessons you learned from being unemployed? Sure. So for me personally, I thought um, before I became unemployed, I had a job that was paying me a lot of money. And I could have saved a lot more of that money, but I didn't. So the biggest lesson I learned is that when the opportunity comes financially to make money, it's not just about making the money, it's about how much you can save and how much you can invest for a rainy day. Because in 2014, I had that rainy day. And if I tell you how much I was making before, there there should have been no reason why I was struggling the way I struggled. But it's because I wasn't saving enough. So I've learned that when, you know, God blesses us with money, you know, the Bible says, um, do not forget the Lord your God, for it's He who gives the power to get wealth. The lesson I've learned is that when God gives us that power to get wealth, we shouldn't just you know, make it and spend it as I did, but we should actually save some for that rainy day or for the time that we would need it. And so that was the lesson I learned that I should have saved. And so now I'm putting that into practice. Every money I make, I don't just make it and spend it. I put some away um, for when I will actually need it. Brilliant. That's a lot of wisdom right there. Thank you. Mm. And what about your successes? What would you say has been one of the greatest successes of this journey in business so far? I would say the people, the people, the people. So I would say the fact that I was willing to share my vision of becoming a millionaire, I'm nowhere near it yet, but 
mentally I feel like and I know I am. Spiritually, I know I am, but it's yet to materialize. But because I was willing to share my vision, God started bringing people and resources my way that have helped me to be able to be where I am. So I would say my success really is the club that I'm running. Um, I mean, God has gifted me with so many people who are now part of the club. And I... I take a back seat in the club. I can't, I don't even have to do much. So there are people who chair it, who read the book, and actually give the review of the book. Um, I mean, even in terms of training kids and how I got to know training kids is because of the Millionaire Book Club. A guy came to the book club, and then um, in the process of time, he told me, oh, have you heard of training kids? And that's how I got to know training kids. So what I'm saying is my success really, I would say, is being willing to share my vision allowed God to be able to bring the people and the resources my way that is helping me to get to the next step of actually being able to realize my 6.5 million goal. So it's just the people that God has brought my way, I would say so far, is what I consider to be a success. Because I know that this journey in business, one cannot um, do everything yourself. It's not possible. We need people. But you see, people buy into a vision. And so if they hear a vision that resonates with them, they will be willing to support. And so um, I just thank God for giving me that courage to share the vision and then he brought the people who are helping me to go alongside the journey of actually realizing um, the dream that I had. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. You know, people are such an invaluable resource and I love yes. the fact that you are confident enough and willing to share your vision because some people have a mentality that, oh, this is mine. If I share my ideas, somebody mm. else will steal from them. But the reality yes. is no one can replicate you. So even if two no. people have got similar ideas, they'll never be the same because of that individual, you know, um, differences um, that everyone has. So thank you. So Definitely. already you've accomplished so much. So what what's next? What are some of your aspirations for the future? Sure. So long term, um, the vision I have really is building homeless shelters everywhere I go in the world. I, you know, homelessness is one thing. I've never been homeless, thank God, but it's one thing that when I see, it's like it does something to me. When mm -hmm. I see a homeless person on the street, I think to myself, God, why? I'll give you an example. Back in 20, God, I think it was 2013, I met a homeless Nigerian woman on the street. And um, she had been homeless for many, many months. And I actually took her, and I only had a studio. So I didn't even have, like, a two-bedroom to be able to put her into one room. But that's just how much I cared for her. It's like God has given me a certain passion or compassion for homelessness. And I think, God, what people should not need to be homeless in 2017. Yeah. So my passion really is that this six point five million that I'm going to make, everywhere I go, I want to be able to build, even if I don't build from scratch, but I know that there are organizations in different countries that have some kind of homeless shelters, but they all need financial support. So I just want to be able to have as many homeless shelters or support as many homeless shelters as I can all around the world um, so that people, and especially I would say people from the body of Christ, for example, that woman I'm talking about, she's a Christian, and she was on the street. 
And for me, that did something to me. So uh, my aspiration is have as many homeless shelters as possible for people, but especially Christians who believe in God but for some reason or the other, they find themselves in that place of destitution where they have no homes to live in. So that's my vision. Have the Millionaire Book Club everywhere in the world, every country, if possible, and have a homeless shelter that I can support. So that's really um, where I see myself um, or my life, Eden. That's absolutely incredible. And it's really, um, it's very honourable. You know, I think when we have resources and wealth, it's a responsibility as well. And it's not yeah. just for us, isn't it? It is to share. So I love it. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you. And, you know, you mentioned that you heard about training things through the Millionaire Book Club. And, you know, yeah. you've recently sort of got involved and you've been, you're a member and you've spoken as well. You know, what, yes. what what was it about Training Kings that made you want to get more involved? Sure. So, um, I'm still so new in business. Whereas Training Kings, I mean, Samuel leads, you know, your founder. He's been in business for so long. And you have people, partners who are already in business. So, for me, the first reason I wanted to join and become a member is because I believe that success leaves clues. If someone has already achieved a certain level of success, why should I try to start from the very beginning? Why can't I learn from those who are way ahead of me? And so I, I see Training Kings as being an organization that I can learn from. I can develop myself as a business um, a leader. Um, also, it just provides a wonderful support structure. So, you know, since I've been a member, there are certain people that I've met and that I've, you know, I... I speak with, um, I have a chat with, for example, Alison, I met with Alison maybe about a month or so ago, we had a nice long chat, I mean, you're so fun, I see you when I can see you, so I think it just provides that support structure of people who are ahead of me that I can literally go to and say, look, this is the issue I'm having, if you know someone who can help with this, I just think it's not good to be alone, you know, when God made man, he said it's not good for man to be alone, so if I can have this support structure in place, why not? Also, you guys give the opportunity for people to grow. So for me, as a speaker, um, even though I've spoken in churches, uh, you know, for, from, from a very young age, now at Training Kings, I get the opportunity to speak in front of, you know, fellow business people. And so it gives me the opportunity to learn and grow and really refine my speaking skills. Uh, I don't think there's many organizations out there that you can get all those different um, benefits from. And also financially, you know, you guys have fantastic speakers who who, who, who speak on so many different topics. I mean, I could go on and on about training kids, <laughs> but I always tell all the members of the Millionaire Club, no, come, be a member. So now that I'm actually a partner, I really just look forward to helping you guys to grow. The vision is just so clear. Um, it's kingdom-minded, and so um, for me, it's just a real privilege to be a, a member and a partner of Brilliant. Training Kings. Oh, it's that's so that's always positive to hear that you know that has been on value and um and I love what you said that success leaves clues and in, in yeah. you know and in the journey yeah. business it's so good to learn you know with um and through one another as well so brilliant thank you so much for sharing with us blessing and just lastly before before you go mm-hmm. if somebody sat there listening and they are a let's say they're just feeling a bit discouraged 
because you know being in business or being an entrepreneur it's not a straight road there's hills valleys twists and turn what would be your one bit of encouragement uh, that you'd share perhaps with somebody today sure i would say my one bit of encouragement is hold on first of all pray to god i think and ask god for his for guidance but once you've prayed you know the bible says faith without works is dead once you've prayed god will give you direction but whatever direction he gives you you have to do your bit but i also think find someone find a group of people that you can really join you know share your vision with who will be willing to help you because i think some entrepreneurs just try to do everything alone on their own and for me personally i think why when there are people, for example, if there's someone who, you know, is dallying, dilly-dallying about becoming a member of Trading Kids, why don't you join? Join and find a group of like-minded people who also want to become successful just like you. Don't be alone. I think being alone is not a good thing. So seek direction from God. But once you seek that direction, take action. And then thirdly, find someone that you can share your vision with, who will be willing to buy and, you know, buy into your vision and be willing to help you. If you don't know anybody, join Training Kids, literally. Since I've joined, um, I, I mean, uh, like I said, so many blessings are coming my way. I'm learning. Join an organization like Training Kids because they meet regularly. You'll be able to get useful resources. Their training is fantastic. And above all, you'll be able to connect with people who can help you because these are kingdom-minded people they want you to be successful as much as they want themselves to be successful so don't be alone join an organization like training kids really that's my um, last bit of advice i would give to such a person great thank you so much blessing it's been lovely speaking with you and getting to know you a bit more and we actually pray and wish you all the very best with all your future endeavors Thanks and God bless. Thank you so much. Thanks, Fran. Thanks for having me. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.